everybody. Uh, welcome back to the channel. Today I want to talk a little bit about the concept of personal knowledge management and also what it means for software developers. How can we use the concepts of personal knowledge management to make us better at our jobs, better in our personal lives, and generally improve our recall and review processes for the things that we want to know and keep in our minds. So let's uh, dive into it. One of the most important things about being a software developer is your ability to recall information that happened before. Um, so every day that you work as a software developer, you're in the details of the code working on some specific portion. Um, and there's always code decisions, architecture decisions, all kinds of concepts and context that you have in the moment that can be hard to keep track of months later or even weeks later or even the next day, to be honest. Uh, I lose track of details all the time. Um, but I'm also asked by other people on my team or people outside of my team about the context uh, many months or weeks later. So how do I keep all of those details in a way that they're easily accessible um, without like having some superhuman memory for the details? Um, when the requirements change, when you get new feature requests, when different people want different things, it's helpful to be able to go back and say, what was the context of the original time that we made this change or that we tried to do that? So how do we take good notes becomes kind of the, the big question here since we can't have superhuman memory um, and remember every single detail about everything we've worked on. How do we take better notes so that we can quickly recall and find the thing that we needed uh, or that, that we're being asked about? And that leads us into this concept of personal knowledge management, right? So this is more of a formal study or uh, way of thinking about note-taking, about how we track knowledge and information that we personally have access to, the things that we've worked on or the things that we've researched ourselves. How do we track that information um, and then make it easy to recall it? So a lot of people who think about and who talk about personal knowledge management, they talk about it in terms of a second brain, basically meaning uh, this is where I'm going to offload a lot of the work of remembering things or, or keeping the details of a certain thing. And then my brain, uh, my actual human brain, just needs to be good at organizing, sorting, and searching the information um, as I copy it down, like as I take down that note at the initial time, and as I look for that note later on. So managing info comes with a couple different uh, sections. We've got uh, documenting, um, which I've spelled wrong here in the presentation, but I'll correct before uh, it goes out. Um, document the uh, information that you've learned, so the data uh, that you've gotten. Um, that may be uh, what you tried, um, what you worked on, what kind of context you knew about um, while you were working on a certain project. That may also be 
goals that you have, reflections that you felt, uh, different you know, emotions, anything um, can be useful information to document uh, depending on what your goals are. Once you've documented those pieces of information, um, you have to organize the information in some type of way. Let's develop a system for deciding, okay, I've taken this note. What do I do with the note immediately? Where do I put it? Um, so that's the second part of, of personal knowledge management. The third part is the review section. Um, and this often gets overlooked with people who take notes. Um, but when you're taking notes, part of the reason why you're taking notes is to be able to refer to those notes later. Um, and so it's important that you have some type of process or regular reminder to review your notes um, and filter out the notes that are no longer useful but also add to, highlight, um, build upon the notes that you do find useful uh, as your, you know, your future self does find useful. And then that kind of leads us into this final section, refine, um, which is where after we've reviewed the notes and kind of built on them, maybe even edited them a little bit, um, we start to get into the concept of creating uh, uh, creatively writing or generating new ideas through your note-taking. And this is kind of like the next level of personal knowledge management. Um, you won't start out there, but uh, at the end of the day, having all of these notes and allowing you to notice trends in your note-taking, um, different patterns over time, uh, helping you to synthesize different ideas together that you might not have otherwise put together, actually ends up being a very creative endeavor and can increase your creative output. So we need a system for storing and organizing and searching the information for sure so that we can remember the details. Um, but on top of that, this system can also help you uh, refine and, and create new content as well. Let's talk for a minute just practically about the tools that people use to do personal knowledge management. These are by far the top three options. Um, Obsidian, Rome Research, and Notion um, currently are like at the front of the pack for tools for personal knowledge management. And they're at the front of the pack because they allow you to search your notes very easily, um, to link notes together, uh, and to do other things like tagging the notes um, and other ways of organizing or categorizing your notes. Um, you'll often see people reference Evernote as well. That's another great option for a tool to use. Um, I would pick one of these uh, and currently I use Obsidian as my note-taking choice. So how do we get started? You know it's well and good to think about it in the abstract but like how do I practically get started taking notes uh, and running a personal knowledge management system. Um, my recommendation is to begin with a daily note. Um, so just keep one note per day. Just open up a new note in the morning. Um, and if you've got things that are lingering from the day before, uh, copy them over from your yesterday's note into today's note. Um, that gives you kind of like a basic structure of like maybe a to-do list is something that everybody would be very familiar with. Um, also, you might keep little notes about the things that you did or tried or uh, worked on or were asked about during that day. Um, over time, you'll start to notice 
that there are trends in your notes or you'll work on a project um, that over multiple days. Um, and then it makes sense to link your daily notes to another page in your notes um, that shows uh, the project overall, basically where you can keep the high level details or like the implementation uh, notes or anything like that on a project page. Um, and then each day in your daily note, you can link to that project page or link to that theme uh, in your thinking or writing or whatever. So daily notes are where I would start with personal knowledge management. Um, but we'll get quickly outgrow the daily notes, or at least you can keep taking daily notes, but you're going to need more of a system than just daily notes uh, once you've done this for a while. So what I would recommend is a system called PARA. It comes from Tiago Forte, who is one of the kind of leading writers and thinkers about personal knowledge management. Um, and he offers this framework for how to organize note, your notes. It's called PARA, P-A-R-A. And it stands for Projects, Areas, Resources, and Archive. Um, and this is a different kind of way of categorizing your notes. Um, but it's a useful way to think about what type of note am I taking. So let's start on the left with projects. Projects are a specific thing that you're working on that has a goal and usually an end date. So a project is a clearly defined uh, scope of work um, with an end date. So like for instance, when I am taking notes at work, I will use projects um, as like the various tickets that I'm working on or even as like a, an overall general um, epic group of tickets or something like that. But uh, at any rate, the projects are a distinct set of work that has a clear goal and an end date. Then areas are more generalized. For instance, I'm personally interested in writing or in cooking. Um, so if I have resources that I find on writing or cooking, I'll categorize them those as areas of interest. Um, so it, writing doesn't have an end date. Cooking doesn't have an end date or a clear scope of work. So they're not projects, um, but they are important uh, for me to be able to keep notes about. So these are more generalized areas of interest. Then resources are the things that support your projects and areas. They're interesting notes or uh, resources that you found, like various links, stuff like that, um, that you want to keep around, but that maybe aren't necessarily directly uh, an entire area of interest or a, or a whole project. And projects and areas can link to resources um, but resources is a nice place to keep those things. Um, and then archive is where you put everything that is either no longer relevant or you're not currently working on or um, you've reviewed and incorporated into something else. So let's see what it looks like in action here. If you look here on the right, um, you can see my Obsidian uh, setup um, in my, this is for my personal computer. Um, I've got the archive up here. That's all of the uh, things that I'm not currently working on, uh, the things that I've gotten rid of. Um, then I've got areas. 
which are some different things that I'm interested in. For instance, uh, Developer Purpose, which is the YouTube channel you're watching right now. Um, my like personal history, I'm interested in thinking about uh, what's happened in my life and my family's life. Um, I've got a whole writing area with different resources uh, that I use in when I'm writing. Um, and then I also have projects. So these are things like, uh, you know, I'd like to write an ebook, And so like that will have a clear end date. Or um, I need to replace my current apps that use Heroku. Uh, so that will take an impact uh, and have an end date, hopefully. Um, and then I've got my resources here. There's different things that I'm interested in that, I've, that I'm just tracking and keeping resources on um, that I don't quite have a project or an area for yet. Um, one's engineering management, another's personal knowledge management. Um, it's good to like just keep some resources around. Uh, then I saw some things about clim climate farming, um, hybrid work, stuff like that. So these are other resources that I've got. Um, I use Obsidian. Uh, feel free to use Notion to set up the same exact setup or Rome Research. They all work to be able to, to do it. Um, and then at work, I've got the same setup. I've got projects, areas, archive, resources. But uh, in my projects, it's like various tickets that I've worked on. Uh, my resources are like run books that I've created uh, for accomplishing various tasks. And that brings us to the conclusion of this kind of primer on personal knowledge management. There's a lot more that you could learn uh, about personal knowledge management. I am by no means an expert on this topic, so feel free to use this as an intro, as a way to get started taking notes. Um, I think it's incredibly valuable for software developers to take good notes um, and link the notes together, make them searchable, make them categorizable. Uh, and when you want to take your personal knowledge management to the next level, I highly recommend Tiago Forte's content as a way to kind of level up your personal knowledge management. But I hope you enjoyed this presentation, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.